page four side A. So when he does all three things acting like a shaitas, Kimi Shanagach Shoir and is is Kimi Shanagach Shoir and Khamoir and Gomal. As if an similar to an ox which gores once another ox and once he gores another a donkey, and then he go ox a, a camel. So we don't say Oh, he's not a muad until he's going to three times gore from each kind. But once he gores three times, three different types, we say that he will be goring any type that he sees. And and then he becomes a muad for all kinds of animals. Same thing over here. Since he does three acts of shtus, so we don't give an excuse for each one by themselves. We say that he did all these three things because he is a shaita. If Rabbi Huna would have heard this that we learned in the Brice, one who loses everything that he was given, he would have retracted the fact that he needed all three things in order to consider him a fool, the shaita, because in the Brice we see that it's sufficient with one of them. So the people in the yeshiva had a question. They weren't sure how to explain our papa. If he, Rebbe would have retracted, would he only he would have just retracted from the ripping of the garment? Because in that act alone, that is sufficient to kill to consider him a shaita because that is similar. One who rips his garments is similar to the one who loses what you give him. But with regards to going out alone at nighttime or sleeping over in the cemetery, then he would not have retracted. And there is not sufficient in one of them to consider him a shaita. Or he would have retracted from all three signs because each one of them alone is sufficient to consider him to be a shaitan, the Gemara concludes that teku, that it's a unresolved question. Further, the Mishnah said, there too are potter, they're exempt from Nuriya. So the Gemara we learned in Abraise, uh, in the Torah, in, in Shmois, the Torah says, Zohr, Sholish so the word Zuchurcha, uh, we expound the Turkish Yerah called Zuchur instead of Zuchurcha. And that would Lahoitzi as Sanoshim. That would have been sufficient to exclude women from the Mitzvah. But the Torah writes Zuchurcha, the extra Chav. That means that besides women, the Pasuk is coming Lahoitzi. Tumtum that they too are exempt from Riyah. And then it says, that teaches that means including all Zuchurcha means even the minus. More explain the Braise now. Omar Maru, the Braise, that Zuchur Loitz is an why would we need a posse to exclude the women? Let us just examine mitzvah Ria is a positive mitzvah which is time bound because it doesn't apply all the time, only during the festivals. And we have a rule: the call mitzvah 
that any time-bound positive mitzvah, the women are exempt. So why do we need a posik zochur to exclude her? We need to exclude it because it may enter your mind to say that women should be chayberiya even though it says man because neilah be the iya the iya mahakil. We should learn exeret shavari yif mahakil. Malahalon, just like there by the mitzvah hakil noshim chayoves, women are obligated. So although that hakil is also mitzvah as malgrama, but yet the women are obligated in that mitzvah, and you would think therefore because the pasuk says hakil is ha'ov manoshim manoshim atav, so we know women are obligated. So afkan, you may think by mitzvah sriya. Uh, during the Yamtav Nashim Chayovis, even though it's a Mitzvah of Magrama, Kamash Malon, that's what the Torah is teaching us. Zachor, that women are exempt from the Mitzvah and you cannot learn from Hakel to Mechayim. Amamar. So, further, the Brice has said that the Pasuk writes Zuchur Cha, that's Lahoyt Situm Tvadreginus. For the Gemara Bishlei Madreginus, Itzrich, we understand that we need a Pasuk to explore and Dreginus. We would enter your mind, since he also has a side of male in him, because he has a side of male in should be because of the similar Zachrus. That's what the Torah teaches us, that he's an independent creature by himself, and he's not considered a male, and that's why he's exempt from real. Why do we need a posse? Sveiko. We're not sure what it is. The Sofik Zoch Sofik Kevin. Do we then need a Posik to exclude someone who is in doubt? Why would we think that it's Chayiv that we need a Posik to exclude him? So you can tell on the outside, but the Gid is hidden and covered. So he's can tell he's a male, so the Torah has to exclude him that even though he's definitely a male, but he's still not Chaybiri. Amar Mar calls the Churuk Rabbis So that means that the Ktanim are Chayyib, but for the Gemara about Tanabr and Mishnah it says, Chutz Mechel Shait Vakotten. Everybody is Chaybiri with the exception of a Shait Vakotten. So there seems to be a contradiction between the Mishnah and the Brahis. The Gemara on Rabbi Lekach is not a question because Khan Vakotten Shigil Chinuch. In the Brais, is talking about a child who has reached the age of education. So he's fit to be educated. His father is obligated to educate in the mitzvahs. And therefore, we learn that it's Chaybidiyah. But Khan in Abishnah is talking about He has reached the age of education, then you're not Chaybidiyah. A cotton which is reach the age of Chinuch, that Chinuch is Midrabonon, but the Braise we learn from a Pasek that a cotton is Chaybiriya. How could you say that the cotton, that the price is tender, that the Chivish is Chinuch? The truth of the matter is that the cotton is only Chay Midrabonon, Shigil Chinuch. Kuros, Machta Ba'almo, the Pasek, we just brought it to lean, a Samach, a leaning for the Mitzvah Chinuch, the Chom Institute. Be'elo, Kuros, Mayosu. So now that you don't learn really from the Pasuk call to Babagira cotton, so why do we Pasuk write the word call? The Gemara says, Look at Achedim for this that we learned in the Mishnah about the Achedim, the Braise. We learned the Achedim. Tanya Achedim Eurim. Achedim says, Hamekamets, one who gathers the 
excrement from the dogs to be used as uh, to work out the uh, leather, the skin, and one who uh, cleans the copper in the place where you find it in the ground, the one who works out the uh, skin, uh, tanner, so they are not able to go up together with all the yidden because they have a bad smell, as Peturim in the Rio. They are exempt from Rio because the Pasik says, all the males, which means that only one who can go together with all the other males is obligated to Rio, but but since they can't go up together because they have a bad smell, that's why they're potter. The Mishnah said, and they're also exempt from Rio. We understand women are put from Riyah Kedamor, and as we said before, we learned from Zohar, exclude the women. El Avodim, the slaves that are a Canaanim and Olin, how do we know they're exempt from Riyah? Abra Abunam Akras, the Pasik says in Shema Yitzchel Gil, Pasik Zayin, El Pneho Din Hashem. Shalosh Pohm, Bashad, Rokhul Zuchol, Pneho Din Hashem. So we learn from here, only Mishain Lord and Echod, only one who has one master, which is HaKadosh Baruch his master is obligated in being seen. But the Yevad Kanana, Yishleod Nachem. It's not only Hashem, because that is, he has another master, because he's being owned by the other person. So he has to listen to another master. He has a... So that's why he's potter from Ria. Why do we need a posse to exclude Yevad Kanani Migdi? Call me to Shechavis Bo, Evid Chayev Bo. All the bits of women is obligated to woman, and Evid is Chayev. Call me to Shechavis Bo, Evid Chayev Bo. Because the Gomar for the Haloche, how do we know an Evid? We learn Akzir Shavad Lolo Meisha. So once a woman is potter from Riyah, Evid is potter too. We don't need a special limo. This Miyud was only necessary one who is half slave and half free. So if he was like a slave of two partners and one of them freed his part, so then you might have obligated Nariya because of his partner, the Torah teaches his partner because he has another master. Daikanami, also a proof from the Mishnah, the Kotani, it says, the women and slaves that are not free. So the question is, my, what does it mean, Shainam it means that regular slaves listen to Avodim but if you say Avodim you should just say Avodim and we're talking about Avodim so must say the they're not totally free but they are partially free so who are these Avodim that are only partially the Mishnah said that is exempt from Riyah. A limping one, a blind one, a sick person, an old person, and one who cannot go by his feet is also exempt from Riyah. So from the Lashon Golim we learn that this would exclude only only people who can go by a glayim, kavim, but this would exclude people who have no feet and they place these wood, the kavim, instead 
and uh, they put like a soft piece between the wood and the bottom of the foot that's cut and they lean on it so they are potter because they don't really have a foot the Lashon of Regolim teaches us that only one who can go by foot is Chayiv that would exclude somebody limping, sick, blind, or old, and one who cannot go by his foot from Yishlam to Zorim. These people do have legs, but they cannot go by themselves. They need other means of leaning on something, and that's why they're exempt from Riyam. What is the Tana coming to exclude, including this, in addition to those who already counted? What is the Merovah, is coming to, Tana is coming to include...